Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Andros's mum gets a job at Everton and the Champions League returns. Crumble all round. Welcome to the Football Ramble. It's Tuesday, 14th of September. I'm Kate Mason. I'm Luke Moore. And I'm Pete Donaldson. I'm joking. We're not actually having pudding, are we, Luke? Too early for that. Yeah. Too early. I wouldn't. I wouldn't take a dessert before midday. Would you not? To look at me, you wouldn't agree. <laughs> but I honestly wouldn't. I wouldn't take a dessert before midday. I just don't think it's the right thing to do. Unless you're on holiday, maybe. Mm, good okay. point. Yeah. Because sometimes th- breakfast in hotels can be quite deserty, can't yeah, they? Yeah, can. And you've got to mimosa. So yeah, well, <laughs> quite. Yeah. There's three kind of exceptions to the um, drinking before midday rule as well, in my view. Mm-hmm. Train. Wedding, train, holiday. train, holiday. wedding, holiday. Could you airport, apply to you talking? Mm. I don't really do it for the airport. No, I'm not really an airport drinker. First day at school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every year, tradition. Every year, mate. Tradition. <laughs> Portsmouth. Are you mad? Let's wet the baby's head. Yeah. I'm the baby. Oh, by the way, speaking of that, yes. I had an absolute revelation. Right. Uh, the weekend. We are recording. Yeah, it was disappointing. <laughs> but the listeners, the listeners are going to like it. The listeners are going to like it. So I always thought that I was born on a Saturday afternoon at three o'clock. Opposite Fratton Park, right. when Portsmouth were playing at home. Yes, mm. and I was. I was born at three o two on a Saturday, twentieth uh, September nineteen eighty, and the hospital is right opposite Fratton Park. Okay, my wife, uh, yeah, understandably bored of hearing that story for the four hundredth time, looked it up. <gasps> Pompey were away from home that day. Oh, my whole life has Lukey. been shaken to its very core. They're away from. Home. I genuinely didn't know that. And I hadn't checked for about twenty years. 
gutting. Absolutely gutting. gutting. Your entire life is based on a lie. They were away at a whole city. And if I had not known that, I think if I had known that, sorry, I don't know if I ever ever would have started on the ramble. Mm. So I'd have been like, it's not, it's not destined. I'm just wow. looking at the, I'm it's looking at the, miss, the, eh? the, the official, the, listeners. <laughs> the official Match Day magazine for the Tigers. Um, it's, it's, it's a nice, it's a nice looking. Uh, what is that? 20th September, 1980. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So that's that why Marvel. Fast. Jesus. He was. Peter's part internet. Mm. That was my that was my Marvel origin story, and it's right. now proven to be a myth. Lie. It's all right. We can lie. come up with a new one. I reckon. Mm. Where were you? I'm sure the listeners can. Yeah. All yeah. right. Send them in. Show <laughs> football rambles. Don't do drawings. Just come. We don't need drawings. Oh, we do. No, drawings are fine. Mm. Jingles, though, we seem to be rejecting them in favour of Pete's lovely jingles. What's the more decision? Of that it was later. Marcus. He wants to. He doesn't want the listener jingles. He wanted the Pete jingle. <gasps> Marcus hates the listeners. He hates the listeners. It's so yeah, we've talked about this before. We? <laughs> <laughs> we should. Say He's not here to defend himself. It's not fair. Yeah. Marcus, not fair. right in. Shut up. He's back tomorrow, I think. He'll set the record straight. Yeah, he will. He's if been it having... takes him half an hour to do so. He's been having a wild old time. Also having a wild old time is Andros Townsend. Mm. What a bloody strike. Yes. It reminded me of that one against uh, Man City, but then I looked that up and that was actually that was way better. better. Much better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, this is almost um, exactly... No, it's not. Is it fair, Carverouche, to say it was good... But do you remember the better thing you did? <laughs> <laughs> I apologise. It was a lovely goal. <laughs> but it was great. Because you did it was that lovely thing of uh it's the second goal, was it, for Everton? And it was it that was. lovely thing of you you're just watching it, you're sort of idly watching it, you're like, Oh, he's not gonna Oh yeah, shoot, whack. shoot. And yeah. then he bloody did. And well, they he, never listen normally when you shout at the telly. <laughs> <laughs> he he hit the post as well a little bit later on, which was with an absolute uh, peach as well. He's such I I do like that player, but he just strikes me as being a real confidence. Guy, yeah, he's just he, he. I just, I, I was saying earlier, if he was a bit thicker, I think he'd genuinely be a better player. <laughs> Pete's theory is that Andros Townsend, you've probably heard some of his output on media, on the radio, something like that, yeah. and you think he's actually quite an intelligent guy, which is a nice thing to he's say. He's too worrisome but for me, there, but is there, but is there a link huh. between? intelligence and being good at football because Patrick Bamford's mm. apparently very intelligent and he's having a great time you right, could, okay. surely the argument is there's different kinds of intelligence yes. right? and, and probably the dream is that you've got a, an equal quantity Combo. of both mm. yeah. just don't think about it don't if, worry about it if Patrick Bamford was less intelligent would he have scored on his debut against Andorra <laughs> possibly it's possible possibly he might he's have committed too busy more... thinking about angles his mind's like he's got angles and projectors well, did you, and, did you mm, read that like Andros Townsend piece uh, in yeah. the um, Players Tribune from Andros Townsend where he's just like going I was just having a terrible time I was I was uh, having loads of troubles in my uh, in my personal life um, but the thing that really um, reignited my career was literally being uh, um, Andres boss just switched wings just put me on the other wing and, right. and my career really took off. It's, it's like, almost like a, a football version of Feng Shui. Yeah. yeah. Like, you move the yeah. side from one side of the room to the other. Get the bin out the corner. Yeah. That's what it is. So but move Andros to a different part of the pitch. Yeah. Do you think he was like, oh, it's quite similar over here, but it's, <laughs> it's new. It's something it's new. new. Exactly. A change is as good yeah. as a rest. Big fan of Pokemon, Andros Is there. he? Yeah. Okay. All of the young men are... I saw that. All of the young men yeah, are. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, those young men. We can still Pokemon. find them. They've got names. Oi. They seriously are. Yeah. Um, the triathlon lads, they all had them. Yeah. Um, yeah, the thing that supposedly got him up for this one was his mum showed him a compilation of his goals. Exactly. To, to prove that he could score goals. Well, I just want to yeah, put my arm around and Don't worry about it, mate. It's fine. <laughs> he also says that Rafa Benitez is kind of hammering him to... Well, he said that... Roy Hodgson was always on about defending. Right. But Benitez is on Benitez about the says, other Please, stuff. please, we don't have any. Yeah. We don't have any. Put the ball I mean, on there. I mean, he's only scored 
32 go- league goals in his whole career. So mm. it can't have been that much of a compilation. <laughs> If you're listening, That's Andros, an inter- maybe skip that bit. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just thinking you need a bit of carrot and stick. Yeah. Maybe. That's an entire yeah. Evanescence song, isn't it, yeah, really? It is. That's about it. Yeah. I, 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 um, I enjoyed the game very much, by the way. It was one of those games where the first half, you're like, oh, it's Burnley, and it's going to be boring. And But they, they, they kind of almost got to a point where they dominated the first half so much that Everton, who've got a notoriously like, fickle crowd, mm. very, very hard crowd when it's not going for them, so many ex-players have told me that. Even some ex-referees have said it's the hardest place to referee. It's a really difficult atmosphere, or can be. Um, but they got to the point, of, um, Burnley, where they're about to turn the crowd, particularly when they scored just after half-time. Yeah. But yet again, they could not hold on to it. They, they've got a terrible, a, a terrible growing reputation for not being able to hold on to a lead, not been able to play for a full 90 minutes, only really been able to do it for an hour. Mm. They did this at the start of last season as well. From memory, it was a a win against Crystal Palace and then predictably a win against Arsenal that meant <laughs> they, they kicked their season off. And they only won two of their first seven or eight or something, Burnley. Started the season really badly. But I felt like the amount of dominance they had in the first half, mm. not converting that into enough goals and then not... Because you know like in the Premier League, really, if you dominate, you've got to score. Mm. It's really bad if you don't. And I know they scored after half time, but yeah, straight away did. they got pumped mm. and they conceded another and then another. You could be charitable and say the Townsend goal, which is a goal from nowhere, just killed them. Yeah. But at the same time, a lot of players around him, he didn't really get that close to him. Yeah. So it's, yeah, it's one of those, I think. Yeah, right. So 3-1, the final score there, and those six second half minutes were pretty disastrous, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> for, <laughs> and, and, and turned the tide, didn't it, really? Do, do you know what would fear, what, if I was a Burnley fan, fan, what would fear me most would not be that second goal, be that third goal. Mm. Because Burnley yeah, are normally so, com- they're, they're so compact normally. They know their jobs. And and, and Dice spoke quite interestingly after the game about how he didn't think it was the fact that Everton changed it. He thought that, that Burnley was a little bit too reactive, didn't didn't get on the front foot, didn't assert their dominance once they scored, and they got caught out. That third goal, would, for me, is very worrying. Uh, Damari Gray mm. had the absolute freedom of the pitch, mm. and I thought the pass from Decoy was amazing. The first touch from Damari Gray was amazing as well. Like That went under... Underrated. They didn't really mention that on the coverage, and um, it just took it perfectly into his stride. Didn't need to break his stride. Then he was able to do the business. And Pope made a couple of other good saves as well. I was going to say that in a good game. Yeah, Yeah, so it's worrying for them. He Mm. had a good game, and it's also, I suppose, uncomfortable for Bernie to act as supporters of Everton's new transfer policy. (laughs) (laughs) It's very great. Brought in for what was it, one point seven million? Andros Townsend coming in on a free. I like the fact Gray has been a great uh, sign so far. He's been fantastic for them. Um, Townsend also did I, did I don't know if it was in the Players Tribune article but it, it was around the time he signed for Everton it might have been one of the interviews he gave because he's obviously on the media quite a lot he said something like I know there are loads of football people out there who don't think I can do it anymore at this level and that's the motivation for me to go and do it stop reading the reviews <laughs> stop reading the reviews it's from you that Nathan <laughs> yeah. I don't read them guys stop writing them <laughs> so um, I, I just thought it was an interesting game for a Monday night um yeah, Burnley. There's nothing scientific about it because I know that, like I said, they had this poor start last season. I also just think that they might really struggle this season chiefly because they don't score enough goals. I mean, they stayed up last season with 33 goals. Mm. I mean, it's obviously much, much lower than one goal a game. I know that Palace have stayed up, I think maybe scoring 31. And Huddersfield, weirdly, I maybe got this wrong, but I'm pretty sure I haven't. I think Huddersfield stayed up in their first season in the Premier League scoring 28 goals, which is unbelievable. Mm. Um, but that doesn't happen very often. You need to score more. And and also, if you're only going to score one, 
every game, if you're lucky, statistically. You're going to have to defend a bit better. <laughs> yeah. And it puts so much pressure on defenders. I remember Graham Lasso saying, um, we did a thing with Graham Lasso, and he was saying it was really hard for him when he was playing at a team that were fighting against relegation yeah. because it always seemed to be really geared up towards the fact they had to keep clean sheets because they didn't have any goal scorers. Yeah. And the pressure mm. playing in that defence over and over again every week was just really, really intense because as soon as they can see a one, they were practically thinking, well, that's that then. Yeah. And 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 it's going to be very difficult for Burnley, I think. On Everton, obviously unbeaten so far this season, but they have had a fairly, would we call it, kind of kindly run of games so yeah. far. And they've got a few more to come as well, haven't they? Yeah, they seem to. And uh, But equally, there does seem to be, I mean, Benitez playing down how pissed off Everton fans were by his arrival at the club. Oh, I, I wonder if those people with the bed sheet saying we know where you live are delivering flowers to his Probably house. Probably were. They, they know didn't, where he as lived. it turned out, yeah, know they didn't actually where, know where but maybe he lived. Yeah. Did somebody say just eat? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they, he said it's a, you know it's a bit of a noise uh, going on around the club, but actually people are all they want is for the the club to fight for the I'm sorry really, that's such a basic thing to say but I'm you know really what he's happy saying for him, really happy for him austerity Benitez I mean it, it, once again he's joined sad? a club yeah massively once again he's joined a club where uh, they've sort of went hey, you can't have any money because <laughs> we've got a stadium to build yeah. <laughs> but, the, but they just didn't sell enough players uh, uh, but I think I, I think Benitez is, is going to um, have a great time at Evan and I think Evan I fans are going to very much enjoy him and I am terribly jealous Simon th- Rondon came on as well terribly jealous lovely <laughs> he's hailed Benitez for showing me things I didn't see in 10 years of football <sighs> what can those things be I think when story. a player says that it is nice but mm. I think when a player says that we have a right to say okay what yeah I know and actually to be honest that's a failure of the interview, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Why not ask, asking the follow-up? Because I want to know. Oh, he just switched wings. Yeah, <laughs> he just put me on the other yeah, wing. Yeah. Benitez, for his part, said, you couldn't ask for a better boy on and off the pitch. Oh, boy. So it does sound a little bit as though he's been showing him some sort of dog-based training. Yeah, so, 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 good boy. <laughs> sit, Ubu, sit. Good boy. I've said this before on the show, and I, I, and I kind of stand by it. I don't know why Newcastle United fans don't just come out and say, listen, we like Rafa Benitez, we like the cut of his gear. We think he's a good guy. He's a charming guy. He does an interview after the game. He seems fun. Um, and we don't like Steve Bruce. And it's as simple as that. And we have right. the right, as yes. the fan of a club, to say that. Rather than doing all this kind of rhetorical gymnastics, just say it. Because you but, can see... I mean, they do say it, don't they? But I don't think they say that's the reason. No, they try and, they try and prove it with... They try no, and, they try and prove it with league, league tables and facts and yes. stats. But you're missing my point. My point is, Pete, that it's perfectly legitimate as a fan of a club to say, I like that person, I don't like that person. If Steve, But Bruce, they are saying that, though, aren't they? I think they're using a lot of other reasons to justify it when they don't need to. I, I'd say that's backup. That's evidence. And that's evidence-based uh, positing, I would, one would say. Especially because Steve Bruce seems quite nice. Is that why? Is he not quite He's nice? a prick. Oh! <laughs> he is a stone-cold, titanium-plated prick. <laughs> Where's the titanium? What? Nose. You can't say that. That's out of I assume it's hips and stuff, isn't it? That's what you get in your hips now when you get them them redone. Titanium. I think you want it. What you really want is a um is probably a porcelain to to, to which yes. encourages bone growth. That's what all the squash squash right. lads have. I was yeah. just gonna say I, I was just gonna say about Benitez that after the um, game yesterday when he was interviewed by the Monday night football team, I know he knows Carragher well and all the rest of it, so he had a little bit of a, a bit of a camaraderie with him. It was just a very charming interview. Mm. He talked a bit about um, you know what had gone wrong, what had gone right. He he mentioned you know a few things about what he wants to achieve at Everton, and he also I think very classily said, even though some of that stuff happened that you mentioned earlier, he said, look, the positivity I've received from all Everton fans has been amazing. I love to see all Everton fans. He said that. He said that. He was very classy about it, um, and, I, and I, I, f- I found them very charming. And I also thought, to be fair, and I've criticised Sean Dyche uh, quite a lot on this show. I, I don't particularly like the cut of his uh, jib. 
But he, he, he responded to what Benitez said about a few robust challenges, you know, the usual Burnley story. He said, I haven't got a problem with Rafa's opinion. That's how he feels about it. I, I think the game's in a good place. Fine. Um, he wasn't he wasn't kind of chippy about it because mm. one of those tackles in particular, given that, the, you know, what's happened with um, Andre Gomez in the recent past and, mm. and who, what we saw of Harvey Elliott. He should have scored, by the way, Gomez. He should have. missed that. Yeah, he should have. Um, I thought it was a little bit robust. And of course, the referees are letting the, the play go a lot more these days, which I actually like. Yeah. But um, I, anyway, I thought all round it was a great night for football is what I'm trying to say. Luke Moore says, sacrifice these protected little Premier League footballers at the altar of my entertainment. Uh, no, I think that <laughs> if you're going to take the King shilling, if you're going to take Richard Keyes' shilling, there, sometimes you, you, there, will be a, there will be a payback. He just joined Insta, apparently. Ooh. Insta? Yeah, I think so. I think mm. I heard that in the group. Mason, you're our expert. What do you think about that? Mm. I think that everyone, there's a place for everybody on social media, yeah. as we very well know. Yeah. And I'm sure Richard <laughs> Keyes is not the worst person yeah. on Instagram. Uh, that's good. That's the, that is fair, to be fair. <laughs> I think that's wrong. <laughs> I think actually, no, he is. <laughs> so look, we think Everton have a chance to, to do decently this season, don't we? Let's look a little bit at Leicester. We, I think you talked about them yesterday a bit, but not not dramatically. Busy Matt, weekend, Kit. Busy yeah, weekend. Yeah, it's, not, it's, not, it's not a criticism of the running order, which is beautifully put together. This by section the way. is called James Madison thought he got away with it. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't. Um, so yeah, 1-0 uh, obviously City beat Leicester, but uh, Leicester didn't look too bad. I think one player that we wanted to talk a little bit about is James Madison and where he's gone. Most recently, speaking of Instagram, he did appear on there calling himself a certified lover boy, but looking quite lonely. <laughs> yeah, so this is interesting because um, we discussed this before the show, didn't we? We talked about how if players lose form, which Madison has, my opinion would be that he probably needs a little bit of time out of the side. Um, I know that a lot of Leicester fans, for example, are crying out for Ian Hatcher to come in because he's looked really bright when he's come on. And Madison's not creating chances. I, I, think, I think he's now 15 games Yes, without a goal or assist. Yeah. And, and he got booed off, didn't he? Yeah, uh, yeah by Not some maybe people, like I think. boos, but boos there, nonetheless. But it's interesting how you interpret that because you could argue that they, he, they were booing the decision for him to come off because they like him. Because he's a very popular player there. But I don't yeah. know, I wasn't there, so yeah. I can't say. Yeah, yeah, okay. uh, but he's, he's, his record at, produ- at creating chances has been generally pretty good. Anyway, anyway, that's, that's a long run-up towards saying that before the, um, before the show today, Kate, you and I were talking about how whenever a player loses form, a lot of pundits will say, well, he's just got too many other interests. <laughs> and that's why. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They say that, though, so they're yeah. concentrating on this. Yeah, it's like yeah. fashion brands. God. And yeah, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Rashford. Is but Kate it, was yeah. looking at a picture of James Madison in an Instagram photo on his account looking really lonely, and she went, I just don't think he's got enough interest. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> which may be true because he did look really lonely just standing uh, there on his own with a sad look on his face trying to be trying to be like Drake and listen I like Drake he's alright I like Burner I Boy. can't name any of his songs but I'm sure he's great <laughs> he's not a great football player no you've got to be positive you've got to be confident well look he was the, he was connected with the move away at the, over the holiday over the holiday mm. <laughs> in the break to Arsenal which is enough to depress any person yeah I'm not surprised apparently they said he was worth £100 million according to Brendan Rodgers yeah, get mm. just to put Ar- not- just to put Arsenal off. <laughs> All right, yeah. so you think he's trying to protect James Madison, even though he thinks he's missing out of form. I think Brendan sat James down in his office and they had a little cry together. And Brendan said, "No matter how bad it gets for you here, son, I, won't I let promise that you what you will never go unless it's an away game within fifty miles of Arsenal. Is Leicester within fifty miles of Arsenal? It might be uh, within no. ten yeah, miles maybe. of Arsenal. Hundred yeah. because 100 that miles. is a dereliction of duty for me." as your manager 
and as someone who takes your pastoral care very seriously. That's what Brendan Rodgers said. <laughs> what do we think about, Le- what do we think about Leicester then? Because uh, Madison, as we say, he's, he's not doing the creative things that, that Leicester fans have come to expect. He seems a bit unsettled. Neither um, players like Jose Perez. Yes, which but he, he's which... not the only one responsible, is what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, Steve, Steve exactly. Bruce's fault, probably. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think, any, I think uh, Leicester, when they spent that amount of money on Jose Perez, I think a lot of Newcastle fans were like, all right, yeah, we'll yeah. take that, to be honest. And they're not, they don't like, enjoy being a selling club. He has got that in his locker. He does flatter to deceive sometimes. He's not the most uh, creative player and he's a bit of a liability at times. He loses the ball quite a lot. Um, and I think for a, a team with Leicester's aspirations and in Leicester's position, I don't. I think they need certain players in certain positions to be a cut above players yeah. like Jose Perez. I think I think with Perez, isn't, isn't he a kind of player, Pete? I mean, you've just seen him a lot more than me, but isn't he the kind of player that you need to let him try things and if it doesn't work or he's not in form, it looks bad. Mm, yes, he's spotty. Spotty far yeah. worse for me. And I think the front... So to answer your question, Kate, about Leicester, I think if you look at the front few players, I mean, Vardy's undroppable even now. Yeah. So he's not going to not play. And Madison's playing the hole behind him where he was against Man City with Barnes and Al Brighton who's forced his way back into the side. Yeah. But as I said earlier, Ian Nacho's looked really bright whenever he's come on. And um, I think there are a lot of fans who want to see him given a go. Um, and look, Leicester are in that position where they've, they're, they're almost going to be hoisted by their own petard if they're not careful because they've worked really hard to get themselves up into this position. And one of the things that Rogers I've read has been working on is to change their mentality so they feel like a big club. So he said, you've won the Premier League, you know, you've won this, you've won that. Yeah. You know, big clubs win trophies, you're winning trophies. They've also mm. brought out, got an amazing looking new um, uh, training ground and complex, which it does, I mean, if you haven't seen it, you should look it up, it looks, it looks incredible. So he's trying to level them up. Yeah. But the problem is then the expectations get really high. And if you've got, if you've got a team that really, whose creativity goes through maybe one player and he's still a relatively young player 24 yeah yeah then it could come back to bite you and maybe the best thing for him is to take a little bit of time and out so they can think of a different way of playing and maybe kind of rely on other players and you get the feeling that Rogers does is willing to play players that aren't even 90% fit sometimes he's and, had and, to and that, though did you know, say, last like, season the injury list was absolutely massive it, it was massive but it's it kind of started like that this season as well they got Napoli in, in a couple of, couple of games time and Napoli have started Really well. Haven't they got Napoli on Thursday? Yeah, Thursday. Yeah, yeah. And 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 they ended the season really well as well. I I think of Leicester get a bit of a hammering against a, a really informed team. I, th- I think. It, it's not going. It's not been the best start of the season, but obviously, you know, playing Man City at the weekend. It's not. Yeah, it, <laughs> it's not a deal. You say that. You say that. But that, I think that's a really interesting discussion point. Very briefly, because Leicester's record against Man City has actually been very good. You know, Leicester that's a good have, point. Have, and of course, got, Madison ran right in the in the game. Was it the five two? And Va- Vardy as well. Yeah. And I, th- I think that they they have kind of not dined out on it, but they've they've definitely had a reputation increase because of their performances against mm-hmm. Man City. And they were really badly beaten. But I know it's only one nil. But yeah. they, they, I mean, they were really run ragged in terms of ball possession in terms of shots and all the rest of it yeah. so that's that's a point to mention and very very quickly as well they've also had a difficult start to centre back life this season because Evans has been out and Sainz who started the season so badly one of the positives I think would so you be you keep hammering him well he, he was actually a lot better against City and so maybe he's kind of shaking that off now um, it didn't really work that experiment to go away with Turkey and have a bit of time out and play against the Netherlands no. when he was absolutely abysmal. But he looks to have shaken that off now. So look, you can see things improving. That medicine, that, that Madison discussion is a conundrum to be solved, though for sure. The yeah. Madison medicine, yeah, <laughs> take it, take it. <laughs> yeah, two wins and two losses so far, defeats so far this season. It's two. The wins are against Wolves and Norwich, okay, and then West Ham and Man City are the defeats. We'll see how this one shakes out right let's get to a break because we need to hurry on to a new game from ptd 
If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full important safety information, visit juviderm.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. This episode of the Football Ramble is sponsored by BetterHelp. Life throws many different challenges at us, and as a result, we all have our own sources of stress. Whether big or small, those stresses can impact our lives in unpredictable ways, and if we don't address them, they can have an outsized and unwanted impact. Therapy is a safe place in which we can address these issues, learn to understand them, and find ways to work through them. Having therapy can be beneficial to anybody, not just people who've experienced major traumas, even if you may have not considered it before. It could be simply a time for you to get things off your chest, a way to learn positive coping skills or how to set boundaries. Ultimately, it can be whatever you need it to be. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire and BetterHelp will match you to a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com forward slash ramble today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com forward slash ramble. Now, a well-placed source has told me that you celebrated the win over Borussia Dortmund in the dressing room by doing an impression of Chris Kamara. Is that right? That is uncanny. Welcome back to the Football Ramble with me, Luke and Pete. In your ears, it's time now for some of these. If you've got something for us, shoutfootballramble.com. Oh, indeed. I don't like it, all the Pete voices. I've said it before. No, you said you did like it. No, I don't like to think of six of them. Room for the Pete. Room for the Pete. Kissing. Yeah. Tops off? Tops off? Yeah. 
Um, okay, there's an email here from a listener who wants to re- remain anonymous. I don't know why they want to remain anonymous. Ooh, this <laughs> is going to be spicy, isn't it? Tell re- us. Not really. What no. does um, Mr. Anonymous say? Perhaps Joe because he's blogs. not a horrendous show-off like the rest of us. He doesn't want to have his name on it, which is fair enough. Um, mm. he's, he's picking up on the discussion we had yesterday about the reason for the Watford own goal. Mm. I suspected that Sierra Elton may have had the sun in his eyes, and that's why he did it. Generous. And um, this emailer has got, uh, got in touch saying... Hi guys, uh, I'm just getting in touch regarding the photons in Eyesgate that caused the own goal at Vicarage Road. I'm a construction engineering student, right. and yes, the sun is a factor when it comes to which way buildings are placed on a piece of land, and it's called sun study. Mm. It's a feature that you find in commercial CAD software that is used for structural or architectural design. By entering the coordinates of the site, date and time, you will be able to see exactly the path of light from the sun and the shadows on a building, and you could even create animation of sunlight and the shadows moving during a set time period. One of the uses in countries, uh, one of the uses in countries with cold climates, to find the optimum placement of a building to get the largest amount of sunlight through the windows during the winter periods, which is important for mental health and also seen as a small energy-saving measure. So why didn't they do that with a gherkin? For example, do you remember? Or was, it, or was it? It was it the gherkin, or was it the walkie-talkie one where it was like burning was like up cars? Burning a car, yeah. yeah. Get in mm. touch with um, anonymous. Maybe he'll tell you. Mm. Um, and I just think that if they were building a, a, a new vicarage road now, they would take that into account, and therefore the goal yesterday, uh, sorry, the goal at the weekend wouldn't have been conceded, mm. and it could have affected their whole season. <laughs> I'm just saying, it's aggregated marginal gains I, and <laughs> a bit of chaos theory thrown in there as well. If a butterfly flaps its wings in Tokyo, does Sierra Alta score an own goal? In Watford. We'll never know. Not with that air quality. Showfootbramble.com. Pete. Nathan Curry has got in touch. Thought I'd write in after Luke read out a list of unusual injuries on Monday's show. One he didn't mention was the time that John McGinn was speared by a teammate. Christ. I'm thinking like in a wrestling context, not actually speared. While at St Mirren, 20-year-old McGinn had his season ended after his captain, former Cardiff Burnley and Rangers striker Stephen Thompson, threw a spiked training ball at him oh. and it lodged into his leg at seven centimetres oh, no. in. Near the femoral artery. That is horrible. I mean, you know the femoral artery is like game over stuff. Yeah, yeah, dead. yeah. yeah it's dead like, as see a you dead mm-hmm. guy. Yeah, yeah. Thompson himself has previous weird injuries. He once suffered a severe groin injury falling off a banana boat. <laughs> <laughs> I never heard it called that before. Yeah, we've all done that. We've all done that. <laughs> Lovely. Um, but there's a couple others as well that um, mm. follow up in weird injuries. Uh, apparently, Reading goalkeeper Rafa broke his hand on Saturday after punching a whiteboard in the changing room. Gloved or ungloved, that. that's what I want to know. Yeah, and it's four years since um, four years to the day since Marco Asensio missed Real Madrid's Champions League game, first one of the season, because he got an infected pimple after shaving his legs. I think I speak oh. for all the girls listening to the show. Yeah, yeah, get over it. That is, that's yet more proof They that do it. women are... They shave the, stronger. <laughs> they, they shave their legs because they have a lot of sports massages, right? So yeah. It's, it's, otherwise you get oh, because it would hurt, right? Yeah. Ingrown hairs, right. I think. Yeah. yeah. Oh, if you've got that's... any more weird injuries, get in touch. I'd like to hear from listeners. Exfoliate as well, I think he should have. I'm surprised he's Top not tip. doing, yeah. Top tip. Yeah. Um, I'd like to hear from listeners who've got their own weird injuries. Because the football ones, we've kind of heard about a lot of them before. Okay. You know, but I'd like to hear mm-hmm. from listeners themselves. We don't want any of those penis ones. I don't want to hear a single thing about degloving ever again in no, my life. No, that's most Thank you. I didn't so, mention degloving. So, shall we say that we want we want injuries from waist up <laughs> yeah. and thighs down? Fine. Yes. Yeah? Yes. Bums? Bums are okay. Bums are okay. Yeah, bums are mm-hmm. okay. We've, oh. all got, mm-hmm. we've all got bums. Yeah, no. Um, anyway, mine's, mine's a wreck. Yeah, show up at ramble.com. <laughs> Tweet us at Football Ramble. Pete, you've got a game. It's time for a game from me. 
It's called The Game That Requires Little or No Skill at All. Great! Sorry to talk over your strangely morose trumpet jingle. <laughs> um, is this because I completed Port Antonio Conte last week? No, no, it's not. It's unconnected. I thought, look, we've not had a new game for a little while. This one I can't imagine is going to be a runner. Okay. Because people will get competitive and ruin it like they do with every fucking game. <laughs> supposed to be fine. Another dig at Marcus. <laughs> Outrageous. I thought it was a dig at me after Friday. <laughs> well, both of you. Um, so, in my favourite place in, in, in the world, Japan, yes. uh, there is a football management arcade game called World Champion Club Football. You sit at a desk in an arcade with a screen and you basically use these collectible um, cards with players on them yeah. to manage your football team. Each card corresponds to a player uh, and it's basically like your panini stickers, all right? Just yep. imagine a yep. panini sticker. Like a pro set card. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Um, but the interesting thing about them is that every player gets his own little description that's meant to sum up the kind <laughs> of player that he is. Okay. A little phrase that gives us the essence of how he plays the game. I okay. see where this is going. But yeah. because it's Japanese, it makes fuck all sense, all right? <laughs> I'm looking at a card here. Hernan Crespo, playing for Lazio in 2001, and his description is, instinctive sense of the shot. <laughs> Right, so we've got to guess what people are. I'm going to explain the game. <laughs> Thanks, Kate. Pipe down, mate. Take some time off. You haven't Jeez. got to host this bit. Put your feet up. <laughs> Fernando Torres played for Liverpool in 2007. He's known as the Goal Storm. The Goal, I the love goal that. Storm. I love that. They're, they're beautifully creative anyway. Yeah. So the game is going to work like this. I've got some cards in my hands, which you can't see. I'm going to select a player, tell you the shirt he's wearing and the year in which he's wearing it. And the phrase. Okay. 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 All you need to do is tell me who it is. Shout out when you know. Okay. It's player versus player. This is going to be right? impossible, isn't it? It's, 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 it's impossible. It's it requires little skill because you just need to know footballers who played them. But but the the, the descriptions kind of correlate with what they are yeah. and what they do to okay. a certain extent. Some of them are bad shit and you'll never get them. Yeah. Because I would have thought like the goal storm would be a the more goal storm. would be like a more moody, more like darker player. Yes. Than he's very very as in like, like a Lukaku or someone. Someone mm, who's sort of like. Forcing, just someone angry. his way yeah, through. Exactly. Diego Costa, someone like that. Yeah, exactly. Great. Yeah. Good example. Okay. Are you ready for your first player? <laughs> yeah, kind of. <laughs> <laughs> the player in question is wearing an Arsenal shirt. It's 2010, and he is the intuitive secret root dribbler. <laughs> <laughs> the intuitive, the intuitive secret. secret root dribbler. Okay, 2010. Mm-hmm. Oh, Theo Walcott. So, nope. Is <laughs> huh? that too late for Thierry? Nope, it's not Sarah Henry. It's too late, I think. But you, 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 you're in, in the right uh, part of the pitch, I would say. Oh. Um, One more guess from what either of you's. It's, oh, I'm, I'm terrible with dates, that's the problem. Yeah, same. Luke, that, 2010, like, the Luke, intuitive secret root dribbler. We've Luke, all heard of him. Yeah. Luke looks like he's having an, a hernia. It's because it's really annoying. <laughs> it requires no skill, so there's no need to be uh, worrisome about the, uh, about the result. It was... Sesc Fabregas. Oh, bloody hell. He's we an intuitive totally secret root dribbler, guys. That's, that's really good from the oh, Japanese yeah. gap bloke. <laughs> you got another one? Yes. Cool. This man is wearing a Bayern shirt in 2007. He's the hedge fund goalie. <laughs> <laughs> hedge fund goalie? <laughs> I've got a fucking clue. <laughs> what does that mean? Oliver, Oliver Kahn. It's Oliver Kahn. Yeah. What does it mean? I don't Touchdown. know. Touchdown. Touchdown. Uh, just expensive. It was expensive? I don't know. The correct jingle is touchdown. Borussia Dortmund shirt, 2010. Who is the pinpoint bomber? Uh, 
What's his face? Went to Manchester United. Uh, I'm going to go Robert Lewandowski. It is Robert oh, Lewandowski. Johnny Clip. Touchdown. 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 He's <laughs> only got a couple more of these. Uh, he's wearing <laughs> he's wearing a Real Madrid shirt. Okay. It's 2012, and he's <laughs> and he is computer speed decision. <laughs> Um, 2012 Real Madrid. Yeah. Computer speed He's decision. got computer speed decision. Um, Cristiano Ronaldo. Yes. No. 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 Karim Benzema. Nope. Um, um, bloody hell. Uh, Iker Casillas. It's not. I'm going to tell you who it is. It's Xavi Alonso. <laughs> computer <sighs> speed decision making. You know when you're playing a quiz... And you get the answer that you didn't get, and you go, "Of course, that makes no, perfect sense." But happening. none of this does. I'm not feeling this. None no. of this does. I'm not feeling it's that emotion like, at any point. Right. It's, it's just finally... like list a few players, and, <laughs> and that's good. Finally, for now, yeah. all right. He's in a Chelsea shirt. Yeah. It's 2005. He is the power horse. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Claude McAuley. Nope. John Terry. Nope. Frank Lampard. Nope. He's had two spells at the club. The, the power horse. The power horse. 2005. Two spells at the club. Still it's, playing? It's Mourinho. It's Mourinho yeah. era. Um, Still playing? Didier Drogba. It is Didier Damn Drogba. Damn it! Touchdown! touchdown. Three right. touchdowns! <laughs> yeah, you've done all right there. Looks like three touchdowns. Playing. It's a mental game. Uh, you can buy these cards if you want on eBay. <laughs> They're insane. And I love them so much. Thank you very much to Fatista Zone for the cards. He teaches you how to play the game, which unless you speak Japanese is impossible. It's a mental game in more, <laughs> more than yeah, in more than one respect. Good job, Pete. I think that's going to run. What yeah, do you reckon? I like it. Yeah, yeah alright, like cool. Uh, a few more to wrap up from the weekend. Second round of fixtures in the Women's Super League. Man City, again, slipped up after their exit in the Champions League qualifying in, mid- in midweek losing 2-1 to Spurs but did they really slip up because basically a blatant handball was the cause of the Spurs win and there's a VAR conversation now again right because mm. Emma Hayes was talking about it wasn't she yeah although so. to be honest mm. The girl did jump up like this. That's not really a listener's thing, but, you know, with her arms fully in the air. So I'm not sure VAR should really be required (laughs) to pick out that. Isn't that an interesting point? Because a lot of the time people will instinctively go, shit decision or miss decision VAR. Mm. That doesn't actually solve the problem. The the problem is it needs to to be that the referee is going to be good enough. And we we have that in the men's game as well. I mean, there was a lot of... I think Stuart Atwell got a lot of stick at the weekend as well um, over in the Premier League. So... Yeah, it's it's not always VAR to be to be the um to be a solution. But Emma Hayes, I thought, made a really interesting point back end of last week. Yeah. Saying that really we, people are now getting used to seeing VAR at top level football. We yeah. really need it as well. Mm. So I, I kind of agree with that. They don't even have goal line technology in exactly. there, and, and, and there's no excuse for that. Yeah. Absolutely no excuse for that at all. That's basics. Yeah, yeah. it is. Um, Rosayane, it was the was the the girl threat, <laughs> the tactical right. genius who just used her hands to dunk it into the net. Hey, I, look, I'm all for it. <laughs> if you can get away with it. Yeah. I also exactly. saw um, Steph Houghton was uh, dish, uh, dishing out um, signed bars of Cadbury's chocolate in uh, Manchester Piccadilly Stadium at the weekend, uh, station at the weekend. Oh, well. right. What's there that about? Know. Promotion, promotion, I guess. <laughs> she bought too many. <laughs> she, too many. Got, she bought a she Sunday Times with Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you want a load of chocolate for 50p? And she said yes. Honourable mention mm. to uh, to Rebecca Spencer, the Tottenham goalkeeper, who made it possible for the mighty Spurs to win that one Great. via fair means or foul. Great. Whatever. No Wins one complained when Maradona did it. They kind of did. They kind <laughs> they of talk, still are. They talked about it for decades. Terry Butcher <laughs> is still complaining about it now. Terry Butcher will go on Five Live to pundit or co-commentate a Premier League game now and he will somehow mention Maradona. <laughs> and look what it did to Peter Shilton. True. Turned, mm. him, turned him a little bit. 
Saturday United bagged their first ever win in the EFL. Congrats, guys. They beat Stevenage 2-1. Best of all, their 40-year-old player club fitness slash club fitness trainer, Craig Dundas, featured. Yeah, he became... um, So, I'm 40. It made me very happy Mm. to just think, you know, I'm 41 next week. Is there still time for me? The answer to that is obviously no, but you can convince yourself for maybe a minute yeah. that actually, wow, it's a 40-year-old player playing in the Football League. I was wondering if you had it in you to even have the physicality to be a club fitness trainer. No, that definitely not. quite hard. Harder. Yeah. I'm, I'm if anything, that. harder, right? Yeah, yeah. I'm going to watch Southend tonight. I'm like, can I, Are can you? I even walk down the hill to go and watch Southend? <laughs> I was going to say, take your so boots. tired. Um, I, I was also going to say, so I've got a Skis. friend of the show, <laughs> Steve Grant. He's uh, my South Coast nemesis, big Southampton fan, but right. we've been friends for a very long time. Been to a few games together. He's also a big Sutton United fan. And I texted him this morning saying, um, uh, yeah, we're going to talk. We're going to mention Sutton today. Oh, great! And I was hoping he would reply, saying, "Oh, here's some insight, kind of thing." Oh. And he, he was obviously he was just really happy. He was like, "Oh, great!" <laughs> I'll take he it. Sent me a load of emojis. I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> yeah. Still pissed. Like. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Celebrating. Exactly. Oh well, yeah, it's great to see. And uh, let's hope that old Dundas gets another run out. Uh, Champions 500, League. 500, sorry, 568th appearance for the team. Did you say that? My no. God, that's incredible. Amazing. <laughs> Great stuff. Oh, and, 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 and what a great way to bookend a career, right? Yeah. I don't want to be disrespectful. Maybe he's thinking about carrying on. But some point, Yeah, why are you trying to write him 600, off? 600, King. Let's have 600. Give him oh, another contract. Bloody hell, I've just forgotten the name of our favourite guy. King Kazoo. King Kazoo, King Kazoo yeah. Mm. Yeah. Exactly. Mayura. He's, he's 54. This guy needs to pull his finger out. <laughs> so if King he really Kazoo. is training at fitness, he could carry on. But what level does King Kazoo play at? In Very Japan? highest G2. level. G2, decent, decent. So, so, I mean, it's a terrible league, but it's still a decent so level. Roughly equivalent to Sutton? Yeah. Mm. Could, he play, could he play at like non-league slash league two level? Well, the thing is, King Kazoo just comes on and stands in the penalty box. I mean, it's a bit of a joke, really. It's just a, oh. He's more of a mascot than a player, unfortunately. So what, are you suggesting Shame. that Sutton United's recruitment policy should be the over 40s? Be a great yeah. market employee. It would be. It's all about content creation these days, mate. A one-man veteran league. You watch the Instagram follows go up. (laughs) Uh, Let's get a bit to the Champions League tonight uh, in the Mm. last few minutes. Who are the favourites for the Champions League? I think we know that one. Um, (laughs) Although apparently we don't. Because I was reading that on the the old betting, it's PSG a ninth. Yeah. Yeah. But, but because that's the delicious uh, factor, isn't it? That's the, the, if they all goes terribly wrong for them, that's delicious, and you can never discount delicious, even on the betting markets. I would say. <laughs> I just, I just, Pete. I mean, it's an interesting theory, but I just think there's better teams. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, <laughs> it could be that. Couldn't it? <laughs> it could be that. Occam's yeah, yeah. Razor. I mean, you talk. I mean, you'd, you'd have you'd have Liverpool, Man City. Oh, maybe, maybe. I'm just look. Barcelona started started the season quite well and Ronald Koeman has said that thanks to me this club has a future (laughs) which is an astonishing thing to say I think think what's probably (laughs) happened is that people are looking at a promotional offer from a betting company or something right thinking oh right they're really big odds and it's Mm. probably a marketing ploy the game I'll be watching tonight will be Barcelona Bayern Munich chiefly because Two, the best one two in really it. big teams. It's the best one in the it. Best teams. But if you like a potential drubbing, not best in terms of matchup. Well, the reason I think it's great is because you know. So bear with me here. <laughs> Say the Nightmare on Elm Street franchise, right? Mm. You watch the first Nightmare on Elm Street, and it's mm. bloody good, right? And it's frightening, and it's an iconic kind of movie of, of horror cinema. But do you remember they made about nine of them? Yeah. And when you get to it's Nightmare like on Elm Street, Final Destination, yeah, twenty or whatever. Yeah, you get to Nightmare on Elm Street nine, and there's a couple of actors still going. Mm, still around. Bush gets some PK. 
Gutenberg. <laughs> the rest, you think, okay, they're kind of still doing it. Um, I fear for them. I really do. I think yeah. Bayern Munich, if you look at the Such first team Bayern will put out tonight, it looks like a pretty good team. Yeah. Uh, and I wonder if Barcelona will be able to deal with it. So so listen, enjoy Barcelona 1, Bayern Munich nil after I've said that. Yeah. But that'll be the game I'll be watching tonight Man, for sure. I don't, I don't think, think, I don't think Bayern are going to get beaten. They've, they've got the longest ever unbeaten streak away from home in the Champions League. Amazing. This is good, isn't it? Four, yeah. four games. Four games. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if Ronald Koeman's team talk is going to be like, oh, this is the first game since the 8-2, lads. Mm. No, exactly. <laughs> also, yeah. Lewandows- Lewandowski's starting up front for Bayern Munich, and as we know, he is... Lewandowski. Uh, okay. bomber, wasn't it? No, uh, the, the bomb Levin boy or something. Lever- I can't get remember it? now. Yeah. It was on my list. I, get I closed it. down the piece of paper. <laughs> Fucking LP. Sorry, mate. I just thought you could give him a little sign-off. We're about All to right, finish okay. the show. Joe Robert, Cole Le- reckons Robert Lewandowski it's be- oh, is the pinpoint bomber. The pinpoint bomber. The pinpoint bomber. Sorry. Sorry. Not Lewandowski. <laughs> this is a seamless plug. If you want to have a sense of why Barcelona are getting battered... 8 0 tonight. Mm. Yeah. You should listen to the book club. I think you're going to bring up Andrus Townsend's hair. <laughs> and, uh, Seamless plug. Jim and me, it's just out yesterday. Yeah, we, we talked about it, didn't we? I, I had it on uh, queued up to listen to on the way home today. I'm looking forward to it. Man, you facing young boys in Switzerland. Chelsea Champions League defence starts against Zenit St. Petersburg. You've already <laughs> said which one you're going to be watching. You're going to be going for the, the Barcelona goal first. Yeah, and, and mm. if, if one thing could convince me to watch Man United, it would be the fact that um, all the Man United players refused to have dessert the other day because Cristiano Ronaldo didn't have it, <laughs> which is... I think I think that Kate thinks is the most pathetic thing she's ever heard. I think it, it's up there. It's certainly yeah. up there. What <laughs> even Luke Shaw? <laughs> <laughs> Stop bullying him. Jason Mourinho's back in Italy. Yeah. You leave it. You leave Luke Shaw alone. This All is right, I'll, really, leave, I'll, I'll leave multi-millionaire Luke Shaw alone. <laughs> he's had a year of the best form of his life, and oh. if it's down to desserts. Let him have them, mate. I said it at the Euros. He was he was our fav- my favorite player. I think he's cracking. Apparently, all the players, according to Lee Grant, um, all the players um, watched Ronaldo eat quinoa, avocado and boiled eggs and just thought, just I want a bit of that. Like, so and Let's re- all leave the room before he starts. The, re- <laughs> <laughs> the reason it's fascinating, though, is because they're all really high-performing athletes as well. Mm. And they just obviously, quite, I think it's quite sweet. Eat the fucking crumble, get yeah. a grip. Get the custard. Yeah. Oh, look, Ronaldo's here. He's doing stuff. We're going to do exactly the same stuff as him. And then we might be like him. Exactly. But it's another mention, Kate, of... Yes. The undeniable link between football and custard. Mm-hmm. Lee Grant, <laughs> and I quote, I tell you now, not one player touched the apple crumble and custard. David Moyes wouldn't have had that, would There's he? There's custard everywhere in football. Bring out your jelly. He would have <laughs> yeah. been on them. Eat that custard. Yeah. Yeah, it's, a, it's super juice. Uh, yep, all right, on that bombshell. It's time to get out of here. Say goodbye to the listeners, Pete. Touchdown! Say goodbye <laughs> to the listeners, Lee. Goodbye. We will catch you tomorrow with Marcus, Jim and Andy. See you then, guys. Football Ramble is a Stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quinn's. 
Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.